If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. Hey, listen, you're about to hear us talk about uh, fitness, as usual, but we talk about a couple exercises what? on the upcoming episode. We talk about Sal's STDs. Yeah, we talk we about, did, one, we talk about one movement in particular is oh, that's called what you want to talk about. Uh, the windmill, which is one of our favorite movements. Love uh, the windmill. We break it down in detail on our YouTube channel, Mind Pump TV. Hit pause right now. Go on YouTube. Subscribe to Mind Pump TV. Some of the best information you'll Don't, ever get. You can reference it because we talk about it, but you need that visual. That visual will really provide another angle, another dimension to what we talk about. Don't just subscribe. Subscribe and share it. Share it with as many people as you can. This we, If you guys are going to help us impact this industry, we got to get it out. We, gotta, we need your guys' help to continue to spread the word. It's growing like crazy. Things are going good. Uh, so much more coming for you guys on this channel. So make sure you guys subscribe to the YouTube channel. Share with your friends. Do you have that review that we just recently got? I'd actually like to read a review on on our our show. Do you have that review that uh, the one that Katrina sent uh, over to you? Uh, it's on email. Is that what it, I can't remember where we is it on the text or email? No, where, it's on email. It's I'm on gonna e- have to. I'm gonna have to. It's buried on all I'm the gonna, assessments. No, I'll so. find it. I'll find uh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did, you know, uh, very few people actually go on iTunes, I feel like, and look at reviews. Nobody ever looks, you know, gives it, unless you're trying to get a shirt, right? And you don't go really read other people's, you just fill out your well, own. Well, we read all of ours. Yeah, we yeah. do. But this was. Sometimes it takes me a couple weeks to get in there, but then when I, and it just makes me feel good. Well, this one was emailed, myself. right? It was emailed mm-hmm. to us. It was emailed because they thought it wouldn't even fit in iTunes, I think it was they said. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. Uh, no, that's not it. You know, it might be, it might be tough to find this. Uh, this, oh, here we go. You want me to read it? It's long. Yeah, it is a long one. It's a long review. I'll paraphrase. I'll start and I'll, I'll paraphrase when I need to. Okay. But basically, they said this is going to be a long message, maybe a little long for iTunes, but I wanted to write you guys uh, a nice you know, letter or whatever. So it starts off by saying that uh, I was first introduced to Mind Pump through Joe Donnelly's Instagram page when he was posting, uh, when, his, when he posted about his interview on our, our show. And they were, and they put, were in big you know big caps a huge fan of joe donnelly's i guess insinuating they're no longer a fan of his but their introduction their introduction was through him and then they were hooked on our show and the show was funny but but the information was unparalleled and apparently this person went to went to school to learn medicine and uh you know was really liked some of the information that we that we posted and how we talked about some of the things about the the fitness industry goes on to say how um, they slowly started to change their workouts from the Joe Donnelly extreme intensity to a more structured, intelligent plan with information gained from our episodes and Instagram pages, and that they noticed, uh, and then they started incorporating mobility work and how their body just responded very, very, very well. Um, and basically, I mean, it's a long, it's a long review, but basically, this person's career path uh, changed, and now they work for a company in. South Africa, uh, which is like uh, kind of like South Africa's FDA, in regulating supplement companies. So now this person works for for the government, and his job is to uh, is to to go after supplement companies and their dubious claims. Wow. You know, for you know this will make you lose you know twenty pounds, and this will build muscle or whatever. And they want to thank us for directing us um, in that in that direction. 
but it's a real long, real long review. But it's very nice, very nice to hear stuff like that. You know what I mean? It makes me feel good. Oh no, we always appreciate that. Man, yeah, makes sure. makes me feel really good. I don't so. know if people think think uh, that we actually read all that stuff, but we do. I mean, every every review that we ever get sent, uh, we re- review all of them. I mean, we're very. I mean, here's the thing: we're we very review reviews. Yeah, we're very na- we're very <laughs> narcissistic. So so if there's a, something about us, we're gonna read it. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> good or it's bad so true yeah you know yeah. like you know hey sal i want to hey. tell you something like i don't have any time but it's about you I'll yeah, yeah. what'd they say about me yeah what they say <laughs> so did you guys i was t- i wanted to tell you guys about this this morning um but uh, i wanted to wait till we got on the show because it's crazy oh have yeah. you heard about yeah let's hear this mister he was so excited to share no this. not excited like blown like, away i know you were like bro, oh my god bro oh my god bro oh my god bro tell us okay what? I was Tell waiting for you to change I, your I response. This. No, it was just you. So there's this so much buildup. So there's like, this wah, wah, wah. there's this new uh, designer drug, and I've heard of this. It's this new designer drug that's out. Um, and gummy, apparently, gummy bears. And apparently, it's hitting Florida pretty strong. And the street name for it is Flaka. F L A K K A. Like Flaka. Waka Flaka, like the rapper. Kind of. Mm. Now, uh, you guys know what designer drugs are, right? Yeah. Okay. So for the listeners who are not familiar, these are substances that uh, chemists, black, you know, like really horrible people. A good example of that would be like, um, was it salvia, right? The, uh, the one uh, that, uh, no. Yeah, that's designer. They, you make, no, you don't make salvia. Oh, you don't? No, I you salvia's make. from a plant. Oh, is it really? Uh, yeah, it is. No, they, they did have fake no, they, cannabis, they, though. Yeah, spice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. what I meant. That's what the the the, the fake leafy shit that yeah, was supposed spi- to be. Yeah, spice. So what? What? what, what I thought it was called what, salvia. What some of bad. these? What some of these people are doing is because drugs are so heavily, heavily regulated. Is chemists are taking chemicals and changing them a little bit so that they're not illegal, mm-hmm. but will have similar effects. And then they're selling them uh, on the market. And uh, what they're doing is they're they're marketing them as you know plant food or fertilizer or bath salts. Because they would get in trouble if they were saying this is for human consumption. Can I just stop you and just tell the audience that this is the supplement hustle, by the way. They don't. A lot of people don't know that, but this is like a, what they do. They get on the list of like, it's banned. like a gray zone or something. Well, right? what they do is they find all these drugs that are banned, right? That these are all. Well, this is what they did with with some of these designer steroids. Yes, it very. Yeah. This is super. This is like this is the same thing. This is the supplement hustle, like. You, especially if you're, uh, you know, you're trying to get the most anabolic one out there that everybody feels right. Is they go find, they find the the drugs that are already banned, and then they like change, they tweak them a little bit. Yeah, they just barely tweak it, and because all it has to have is like one compound different, and it's no longer on the ban list until it becomes banned. Right. I mean, you just, and it's like a charade game of charades. It, you know? It's a, it's a it's a cat and mouse game, and uh, it, it's so. Here's the thing, like. Um, these, these designer drugs, uh, we don't know at all what they do. As a matter of fact, these chemists who make them don't really know what they do. They just know that they, that they are similar to, you know, meth or they're similar to, you know, MDMA or MDA, or they're similar to cannabis, no cannabis, some of the cannabinoids in cannabis. So for example, uh, the designer drugs that are, that mimic, uh, marijuana that act on cannab, you know, endo, uh, cannabinoid receptors, They'll make you high, but then you can overdose on them and die. Whereas you can't overdose on on marijuana. Almost, it's almost impossible. So anyway, there's this designer drug that's out on the, on the streets. It's called Flaca, and when you take it, apparently, it has this potent meth-like effect, like extreme euphoria, lots of energy, hyped, you know, high sex drive, like all the things that you would get with meth. However, when you use it for a while, because I did some research on this, if you use it, if you use too much of it or you start using it for a while, 
extreme psychotic behavior becomes apparent. <laughs> That's a little bit of a fucking side effect. No, dude. Woo! Bro, go if you go on YouTube and you Google Flaka, or excuse me, and you enter Flaka in YouTube and watch videos of people filming other people who've taken this drug or whatever. That's like yeah. when that whole dude, Salvia crave. No, 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 bro. It's the scariest thing I've ever seen. Like, what in my do you mean by psychotic behavior? Oh, I will explain. Please. Can you spell? Flaka? There's been several. Is it F L A K A or C K K A? Okay. There's been several cases now where people have been high on this drug. They've killed other people and eaten them. Shut Eat- the fuck up. Like like eating their faces. They straight up zombied out. Bro, the cops will try and pull them off. First of all, they can't. Didn't they say that that's what happened with the bath salt thing too? Well, it is a bath salt. It is a... Because bath salts is a general category of all these designer drugs. Okay, because this was what was happening when people fucked around with the bath salts. Well, it's just... Hearing all the the rumors of zombies and shit. Yeah, so bath salts is just this, this general term for all these designer drugs that they'll sell as bath salts. So one of them is this particular one. But people will like, 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 like uh, the police will try and pull them off, and they won't get pulled off. They'll continue to eat a person's face. They'll, uh, they'll, they'll, they'll hit him with the taser. They'll try and rip him off. They can't do it. The person will growl like an animal. Will like scream or whatever. I went on YouTube that to see is some of these videos. Terrifying, bro. They look like zombies. Like, like you ever like what was that one movie? Twenty eight days later. Yeah, like yeah. that. Or like an aggressive, zombie. like an aggressive, not crazy. like the slow, like Walking Dead zombie. Like Nyeh. no, and then and I and like they'll, they'll distort their bodies and twist and do weird shit, shit that doesn't look humanly possible. It's like a fucking movie, dude. Stop it! I was watching I this. Can't watch it. It'll freak me out. I freak the shit out. I mean, I'm watching it right now. I saw it's, one. It's fucking freak. Oh shit, dude! I saw one. This person, they caught him on camera right now. They run there. It's like on a garage parking lot. And she's running full speed in this garage parking lot and dives through a fucking car window. Yes. What? Yes. 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 And, um, I'm gonna Google this later. Holy Dude, shit! Scary shit. So I would like, like, let me just say this to my listeners right now. Uh, if you're gonna do drugs, first of all, we don't, <laughs> we don't, we don't condone the use. We joke around a lot, but we don't condone the use of. Of drugs, but if you're gonna use drugs, stick to the old school ones. Yeah. <laughs> we know. Go with the hippie stuff. Like, man. don't fuck yeah. with the sh- the fucking designer no. shit, dude. The, that, the, st- the stuff that we've studied for fucking thousands, or at least people have been you like, you know, people have been dropping acid forever. Like, they say you, you want to trip out, go do some shit like that. Like, don't go taking this designer stuff that will make you eat people. Whoa. You know what I mean? And, and yeah. like run through shit and kill it. You know what? The, don't fucking want scary, the apocalypse dude. You know what, you, when I see something like this, though, it makes me wonder if like something like this was found in like in, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years ago. And that's where you get like these crazy stories of zombies or vampires or like where, where, where did it originate from? Like yeah, where did, yeah. where did these stories come from? And well, where- I think psychosis exists and sometimes just naturally. Um, and people do weird shit, but this is a, this is a drug that will, in, that can induce, extreme psycho you know psychotic behavior yeah. and make people act like fucking craziness damn that that is scary man that's some scary shit dude <laughs> well, i had i had trouble sleeping right in time for halloween yeah like adam's like zoned Locked in on right now flocka. well they just they're like you said it's exactly what you, they're they're doing weird stuff with their bodies the way they're flopping around and the the facial expressions that they're making and they're naked and diving through windows and biting people and just they it looks fucking scary yeah so like, have they been able to actually calm one of these people down like, I, I is it, does it like do they go back to normal uh I, yeah i think when it wears off maybe but i don't know i have no idea i don't know dude i was just like last like i said last i'm night, gonna get deep in this yeah <laughs> uh, 
We should, for the sake of our, I'm already sucked in. We should right give now. some to Justin just to see. Yeah, I'm into the Walking Dead. And all no, that, man. the last like, person I would ever give I'm this scared. drug to is a fucking juggernaut like Justin because yeah, he would was, he would succeed in killing everybody. In this yeah, place. I feel like he would be the wanna... most likely to be like, dude. Like, he would probably eat <laughs> second you. most long. There's like, like demons like, in there. Yeah. Doug would be the first. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, don't discount the Doug. He would chimp out. Yeah. On everybody, just, oh, just destroy that's them. That's the ch- chimp move, really, is ripping your face off. It is. Yeah, I think it yeah. is. <gasps> Here it is. Eagle has landed. Chimera Quad. Today's Quad is being brought to you by Chimera Coffee. It's the only coffee that is infused with all natural nootropics for a cleaner, calmer, and more focused buzz without the crash. Put the Chimera link at mindpumpmedia.com and input the discount code MINDPUMP at checkout for 10% off. It's the motherfucking quad. The eagle has landed. Quiqua. Alec. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What is going on? Take here? two. Take <laughs> <laughs> one, two. Good, good thing Doug's the producer. Mic check. That's what I can cut all that crap out. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I hope you don't. Uh, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Okay. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Right. Doug does not. Like, it it sounds, humanizes you. I know. Well, yeah, but see, Doug, Doug, Doug puts our fuck ups in. Yeah, but not Doug. Does that's right. Well, that's what ones do I have? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't happen. All right, Alex Chavez, ninety-five. What would you guys recommend to heal a slight pec tear? What? Can I before we answer this? Well, there's there's this there's a purple crystal you can buy. <laughs> no. You rub it on your yeah. nipple. I I mean, first of all, I Wolverine's blood. Okay? <laughs> I do it's really really simple. I do want to say I do want to say that um I do appreciate that people have um respect us as an authority like this. Um but you, I get a lot of these. I get this in my, and, and I feel okay. Just so if you're somebody who's inboxed me, because I I'm, I pride myself on trying to respond to everybody, help everybody, answer as many questions as I possibly can until I literally pass out at night. And um, a lot of the ones I don't answer are questions like this because I'm not your doctor. Like, and in, in if you have a major, like, I just had somebody tell me like they blew their hamstring and like, what should I do? Like, uh, you probably should heal and get better and go have that looked at. Like, you know. I, I'm not going to give you like some, you what's, know, what's the craziest uh, thing that you question had, that you've had? Um, that well, that one literally would just happen to me. So that's bro, I get I get cre- I tore my ACL. How can I stretch this out? I would love those questions. Like, what I would love those because I get these. These are the ones I get. Uh, my grandmother was diagnosed with stage four or something cancer, or my <laughs> oh, dad has. Of course, his, you get those. My dad has, you know, Rocky Mountain fever, or my mom has. What should you know, they do? Yeah, and you know, we went to several doctors and they found nothing. And you know, what is your recommendation? It's like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we pretty much stumped all the doctors, yeah. but we were going to wonder what Mind Pump Sal had to say. Yeah, I have this weird purple growth. <laughs> it's on my cheek. I had someone take pictures of some their skin. They had something oh, on their yeah. skin. And they sent it to me and said, "What do you th- like? What- <laughs> like? I'm growing fibers. Right? Yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah. The, the growing dermatologist. fiber people. And I'm a dermatologist, physical and therapist, I'm gonna be, doctor. Yeah, now. I'm going to be honest for two reasons. Number one, I'm going to defer you to a doctor because of the next following two reasons. 
Number one, I don't. Uh, there's liability. Uh, legality. There's legality. Yes, thank you. Uh, and number two, because I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's not my specialty. I don't know. Yeah, um, I, but you know what though? I don't want to. I, I don't want to uh, sound like we're kind of punking people for this. I just yeah. wanted to put that out there that we do get this a lot. We love you guys. We love questions. We love helping out people as much as we can. But I mean, we, we're, we're not. We're not doctors. And if there's something seriously like an wrong, acute issue, well, yeah, and and you have to realize that there's you have to heal. And, yeah. and when you have to heal, there, a lot of times, like, there's no, like, s- real special stretch or, like, you know, perfect workout scenario that you can do to uh, help enhance the process further. You know, it's like you just have to rest and, and get proper recovery. Like, yeah. a lot of times, like, you literally have to do nothing, which sucks. Yeah. But it's the case. Yeah. And even, like, from there, right? Like, let's, let's say you do go to your doctor. Let's go say you have surgery. It heals. You're better. And then you come to us, too, and say, okay, what do I do now? It's like, you know, when you're dealing with somebody that has like Sal said an acute injury like that, um, it's so hard. Someone asked a question on the forum actually last night. What did they ask? Something related, something like this that's like a very detailed, uh, like they wanted me to give them like a specific how much should I do with this and what should I do that. It's like, damn, that's really tough for me to do that. I can't prescribe to you exactly what I do because part of that. Uh, when you're dealing with issues like that, is is watching like I if I had you in front of me and we were working out or move, I'm gonna watch how you move, and I'm gonna look for imbalances and I'm gonna be at and feedback. I'm gonna need you to tell me like, does that hurt? Mm-hmm. You know, do you notice that or can you do this? And I'm gonna move your body a certain way and I, it's it's a team effort and we can't quite do that over the over the phone. You know, so when you have serious stuff, serious injuries or serious acute pain like so, that see your doctor, see your professional. Even though I know. Uh, you probably have a lot of respect for uh, what we have to say in our opinion. We're always going to refer you that way. Well, I'll uh, say this. First, I'll right? say this. If you have uh, like an injury, and by the way, there's... If there's, you have an STD, you could ask Sal. I mean, he could probably <laughs> help you out with <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, because I, I cured Adam's... Uh, <laughs> he had several of them. Just a couple shots <laughs> of antibiotics. That's why you. I brought it up. I mean, he's changed yeah. my life with that. So. Yeah, he's always, yeah, got rid of his gonorrhea. That's it. So here's the thing. If you have... Uh, there's two two different types of pain. You can generally put them in two, in, in two big categories there's pain caused by acute issues like uh, i i tore something i twisted something uh you know i have uh you know a contusion or a bruise or whatever and then there's the chronic pain that's caused by poor muscle function poor mobility bad recruitment patterns uh imbalances that kind of stuff the acute issue rest rest is the best thing you could possibly do now can you enhance your body's ability to heal from acute issues Yes, but the advice is very general. Yeah, the advice is rest, be, eat well, well be hydrate. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, like like being healthy will mm-hmm. always make you. You'll always heal better and faster if you're healthy. Yeah. Than if you're not healthy. So so whatever you can do to promote that. Yeah. yeah. So eat, feeding the body right, sleeping well. That's it. You sleeping know, the, well, eating right. You know, getting good sunlight. Uh, you know, during the day. Mm-hmm. You know, light movement. Yeah, yeah. that kind of stuff. Uh, chronic issues can be. You know, we'd have to identify what's causing the chronic pain. And then we'd have to correct the cause of that chronic pain, which is usually a combination of, uh, you know, movements and stretches and maybe some, you know, some, you know, massage work or whatever. But, you know, at the end of the day, when you tear something, um, there's not a whole, aside from just being healthy, there's really not anything you can do other than let it heal. And if you try to, if you have a torn area and there's, there's, you know, there's, there's obvious acute injury. Trying to manipulate it and massage it and do stuff with it 
may in fact slow down yeah. the process of exactly. healing because you're only going to you know re-injure it or uh, you know cause more inflammation and more more problems in that area so and there's a fine line there because you do want to reestablish functionality in that area right and that that's going to be a priority going through rehabilitation but this is really where the professionals step in and they tell you what the timing is with that and they prescribe you with like an actual healing amount of time and and so like instead of just guessing that on your own it is very helpful to go to a physician or to you know physical therapist or somebody to help to identify that for you now i'll say this uh have you first of all have either one of you yeah you've had surgery on your knee mm-hmm. adam i remember that mm-hmm. so i had surgery on my shoulder and the doc told me uh, take about three or four months before you're able to work out like you can't like with full range of motion like you normally can well it took me about a month and a half now it's not because uh i have like these tr- these ridiculous uh healing capabilities it's because I'm a trainer. I've been in the fitness industry a long time. I know how to really I really know how to discern good pain from bad pain. Right. And I was able to rehab myself. So it's like being, you know, your own specialist. So I knew what the right things to do to help myself out. Now the doctor gave me a timeline that's based upon most of his patients, and most of his patients are not fit, not active, don't know what to do, and don't even do what they're supposed to when they're told what to do and so sometimes that you'll get that advice like don't lift anything over 20 pounds yeah, yeah. you know and it's like 20 pounds like you know my 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 foot weighs more than cautious. my groceries yeah, just, weigh more come than on that. dude yeah so then they and then, and then people of course then you get the other side of it where people just milk that and they're like oh i can't work that for, literally yeah. happened yes. for six months this literally yes. happened to me yesterday so yesterday i'm with uh one of my clients and she just got, uh, she's got all this stuff going on, man. And they, they're saying that uh, she's probably going to need a hip rope, a hip replacement in the future. Um, the doctor told her, don't lift anything heavier than 20. I was having her do like farmer walks. We were working on her uh, posture and stuff, right? And, and uh, the doctor tells her that she doesn't, uh, he doesn't want her lifting any more than 20 pounds. And, you know, they give her all these don'ts and stuff. And I'm just like shaking my head because I'm like, you know, and I have to explain to her, just like I have to explain to any other client when they get advice like this is they're always going to weigh on the most cautious. Like they're going to be, you know, they can't tell you like, oh, hey, work on this or work towards that because they know that a majority of the people won't do it safely or properly and they'll end up hurting themselves. And I had a reminder that you have me, you don't have to worry about that. And we sure as shit are not going to just stop moving because this could happen. That's the worst thing we could do because you're going to have to carry your fucking groceries out of your car at one point. And the right. last thing you want to do is because is listen to what he's saying, which is sit on your ass for the next two months before you're They safe. have to be careful. You know what I mean? Yeah. Doctors have to give the advice that they, they have to be, they have overshoot. You know what I mean? They have to mm-hmm. over be overly careful because again, the liability aspect. Yes. Like, well, my doctor said I could, you know, lift, you know, this much and I did and then I tore my stitch or whatever. Or, right. You know, I hurt my... Which again, that's why it puts it on them. That's know. why you're always going to hear us say be over cautious too on that, right? Like Sal said, I I rehabbed myself. Now I have a different story than he does. I actually rehabbed myself just as fast on my ACL and MCL, but then I went again and injured myself. Yeah. You know, because I was overly excited and, and overly aggressive because I was oh I know what to do and I was feeling good and I kept pushing and kept pushing and kept trying to progress and progress. And so even though you do know the right things to do, even though we got great form, even though we do know the difference between pain and 
and or the right kind of the pain in your in your body and that and understanding how to connect that we still uh, can easily do the wrong things and push. So, you know, you just got to be careful. You're dealing with a, a, something like that, major injury like that. Um, take your time, rest, feed the body properly, sleep right. Yeah. Um, and let's be honest, you'll always be okay with Wolverine blood. <laughs> Dom's DC5 is asking, do certain foods speed up your metabolism? Sure. I love this question. Sure. Yeah. I love it when people ask that, you know, uh, you know, because the fitness industry is the way it is, um, and they do such an effective job at marketing, we believe that eating a particular nutrient uh, is going to make this massive impact on right. our body's ability to turbocharge you. Yeah, like oh, I read a study that said if I ate hot peppers, I'd speed up my metabolism. <laughs> I so. had fiery hot diarrhea. I, I don't. <laughs> I don't need to yeah. exercise or do anything else. I, I burned so many, so much fat. I just sprinkle some hot sauce on everything. Yeah. Uh, do certain foods speed up your metabolism? Technically, yes. Mm-hmm. They will show and in, in, increase thermogenic output from certain foods. Is it a big enough impact where if you do nothing else but you just do that, you're going to see a big <laughs> <No>. change? <laughs> no. I'll give you a great example. Okay. Medium chain triglycerides. These are fats um, that uh, the that go straight to the liver and get turned into energy, get turned into ketones. Um, so they bypass some of the steps that other fatty acids uh, have to go through. And uh, because of this, medium chain triglycerides are considered a fat burning fat. Uh, studies will show if you replace some of your fat with medium chain triglycerides, you may lose weight. But the key word here is replace. What people hear is medium chain triglycerides, oh, yeah. MCTs, add that in the burn mix. fat. So I'm going to add it yeah. to my normal diet, right. and that's going to make me burn body fat. No, it doesn't work that way. It's just it's it's a it's a better it's you utilize better. And when I say better, I mean because you know because if you just all you had were medium chain tri, excuse me medium chain triglycerides, that wouldn't be good either. But what I mean by better is it, it it's less likely to be converted to fat and turned into energy. Um, so you'd have to replace some of your fats with it um and that's true with with a lot of different foods and macronutrients like protein for example protein um you know has a better thermogenic effect than carbohydrates and even fats uh does that mean you should just eat shit tons of protein all day all day long no because there's other issues with that and things that you're missing from healthy fats and even healthy carbs so technically you could take um any any macronutrient and put a spin on how it actually yeah. increases. This is all clickbait stuff. Yeah, Let's because be think about it. You could take you could take even you, you mentioned that protein has a higher thermogenic effect than like carbohydrates, but then carbohydrates also affect your leptin levels, and leptin also tells your body to kick up and it has more fuel to burn. So in turn, so you could say manipulate your metabolism, right. speeds up your metabolism. So. Uh, you know, fat takes a, a longer time to uh, break down. So your body has to work harder to break it down in comparison to like a high glycemic food. So you could argue that it speeds your metabolism up because the body is having to work harder to process that and convert it over into energy. So you could take any nutrient, any food, and you can put, you could, you know, it, it, what's it? How's that go? If, if, I mean, if a pig is a pig, right? If you can't put a dress, you can put a dress on a pig, but it's still a fucking pig. There's no way around that. And I think it's lipstick. 
Is that what it is? Maybe. No, put a dress. It's put a dress on a pig. It's still a pig. Yeah, well, no, I think if you put lipstick an and or maybe it's a dress and lipstick, it's still a pig. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you put a dress and lipstick on a pig, it's yeah. still a pig. What if you put shoes on them too? Anyway, yeah. continue. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Let's be honest. Kermit's attracted to that though. <laughs> this is why I was looking. I figured Sal would know better. Uh, no, you know. So that's just it. Is um, and it's so incremental. And this is uh, like Sal said. This is the type of shit that. Uh, annoys me with the industry is they try and take these little things and they you know build a whole freaking study around right. it and they they use percentages of increase it's and getting it, way too much you hype. know 99% of all participants in this study saw a 75% increase in metabolism because they added these these types of foods you know and the percentages don't mean shit to you if you don't really understand what that computes to as far or, as or what the study was or how what the sample size was yeah or, really it's about yeah whatever's going to promote you know your muscle building process the best yeah. Yeah. Well, there, here's a okay. This is what I want people to worry about. Stop worrying about foods that are gonna speed up your metabolism or foods that are gonna burn. You know, these foods burn body fat. And how about this? Here's what you need to do: eat foods that promote health, health right. and longevity. Yeah. Those are the foods you should eat because at the end of the day, that is what's going to promote. everything operates better. Yes, that's what's gonna improve fat loss. That's what's gonna improve insulin sensitivity that's what's going to improve your hormone profile that's what's going to help you perform in the gym and build more muscle and sleep better and have better sex and you know whatever mm-hmm. it's about eating the foods that make you healthy what i want you to do right now is that's all you need to think about don't think about anything else i don't want you to think about foods that make me recover faster foods that make me you know sleep better Food, fuck all that shit L- just think to yourself what are the foods or what are the foods that make me healthier. Look at that category of foods that give me health and longevity. And here's what you're going to find. You're going to find a wide category of whole natural foods. It's not narrow. You know what I'm saying? Like when they say, look at these top, look at these eight foods that speed up your metabolism. It's like eight foods. If you look at the foods, it's that, like the same people that use that do the fucking acai berry juices and the super uh, the super juices super that with all these super food. antioxidants. It's like yeah. comparing an acai berry from South Africa to a fucking blueberry. Yeah, blueberry could not it. it couldn't be any closer. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But because it has a a fraction, just a marginal bit of extra benefits when you compare, like how many uh, extra amino acids. Well, how about, it has. how about the fact that debunked? How about the fact that they did debunk it? Yeah, blueberries. Blueberry. Yeah. Trumps yeah. it, but it's how about the fact that a cyber exotic? Nobody's ever heard of it. Yeah, you know? so it's like, oh, we could sell this. Nobody's ever heard. of it. Right. Meanwhile, in Brazil, they're laughing their asses off because, <laughs> because it's they, like blueberries. It's like over blueberries there. over there. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, you know when it comes to, like I said, if you if you look at foods that really contribute to longevity and health, it's a pretty wide category of foods. And the best thing you could do, period, end of story, is to eat a good variety of foods and to eat things that are not in boxes that don't have long shelf lives. Um, that you know that are, are in their natural state, foods that you recognize for the most part, and that's pretty much it. You've 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 literally hit every single category of all the awesome things you want to happen your body. Happen your body. You need proteins. You need healthy fats. You need fibrous foods. I mean, that's all the macro. Yeah. Those are all the macro. You need to challenge your digestive system, so you need to have the, you know that diversity, and you need to have the cellular structure with all the you know the vegetables and everything else that you want to pull into your diet and the fibers. So and none of them, none of them are more important really than the other. You know, yeah. you know what's more important? What you're lacking. 
If you're somebody who gets tons of fibrous foods, then that's probably not your number one priority. If you don't get a lot of healthy fats, that's probably it. If you underconsume protein, that's probably it. Whatever you're not getting is probably what you should be focusing on, not which one of those foods you heard speeds up your metabolism more or has extra well, benefit recovery. Think, thinking about that, though, uh, as far as probiotics are concerned, like, like it's what would you think, like the percentage of people actually include that in their diet. You mean include foods that are fermented? Right, fermented. You know, uh, that's pretty high. There dairy, might be dairy, people, a lot of people lots eat dairy. Of, lots of yogurt, but yeah, they're not eating right. like good yogurt. You know I would mean? just, I'm trying to think of things you could probably identify, like you said, that you may not be including. Well, okay, yeah. I'll tell you. Uh, so I, I, dive, you, dude, you I dive deep into people's diets. I mean, that's part of uh, what I do. And that's when you, deep. when you, uh, when you first All hire deep. me, I would, I would have you track your food for a week and you're not trying to impress me. You eat like you eat so I can assess what you're lacking. The most common ones are these overconsumption of sugar, right? Under drinking of water. Underconsumption of uh, fiber, and if I'm talking to a bodybuilder, too much protein. If I'm talking to a, a, a middle-aged woman, not enough protein. Almost everybody's underconsuming on healthy fats. Yeah, those are my those are my kings of like almost everybody. I have to teach those things. I think it's pretty rare. Yeah. I think it's pretty rare for the average person uh, to consume uh, a good amount of vegetables. Very few people. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very few people. Which that falls into the fibrous foods. Yeah, right? I mean, very, very few people eat enough vegetables. Fiber is always under them. Um, Dude, you're when you eat a meal, like have a good, I mean, a good serving of you know cooked, nice cooked vegetables. Like that should be one of the main parts of your meal. Sometimes that is my meal. Sometimes I just have, like I said, there's days I go vegan and I have two or three vegetable dishes and it's they're different veggies and it's like this this wonderful you know plethora of colors and. And that's what I eat. And it's funny when you when you look at people and how they eat. Uh, th- most people don't eat a single fucking vegetable yeah. daily. Yeah, wow. not a single one. Yeah, and, and yeah. they'll consider like, well, do you eat? I- I'll talk it, to or people. It's like a starch, and they think it's a vegetable. Yeah, right? oh, I eat potatoes. Or you know, uh, I'll tell people all the time, like you know, well, tell me about how many vegetables you have during the you know uh, in your diet, and they'll say something like, well, you know, a few days a week I have a salad. Yeah, like that's their vegetable is, is lettuce, and it's normally like that bullshit iceberg yeah. shit that's like. Oh, Harley, yeah, there's you know, no nutrients. Yeah, in, you yeah. need some kale, and spinach, water. and mix some good mixed greens in there. Not this, not the fucking watered down, you know, Jack in the Box yeah. salad. That or you veggie get. chips. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or veggie, veggie chips. chips. <laughs> I have veggie it says chips. Veggie on oh, the label, dude. Yeah. Those are popular as shit because Damn of that. It. Those freaking smart. I actually stuff. know some people that will take like baby food because they just don't eat. Uh, vegetables and they'll eat it from oh, baby food. Well, we, one of our buddies like fucking punch makes you in the head. He makes he makes <laughs> metamucil pudding. You know, he makes metamucil. Bro, that's a oh, thing so now. Gross. I know. Why no, would no, you no. go that route? That's a, that's a thing now. Yeah, metamucil it's a thing now pudding. to make. You know why? Because it's artificially flavored or whatever, and they'll add their own packets of whatever to make it taste sweet. Yeah, and they'll be like, oh, it's delicious. It's like orange flavored. You know, pudding, and it's I get like, to eat this now that now, and I'm dieting, and plus it gives me fiber. Yeah, because it's zero. because yeah. it gets zero calories. So I'm like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Go eat some fucking real vegetables and yeah. watch how much it benefits your body. Stop <laughs> being a weenie. Worried about fucking thirty yeah. extra calories you're gonna eat. You're gonna get. It's gonna get negated by all the extra fiber that you're getting. in the fact that you get to chew the food. You know what I'm saying? You know what it reminds me get of? The fuck out of it here. It reminds me of when uh, I'll talk to some vegans who are like, "Oh, I'm a vegan," and they'll go buy. Uh, like the fake uh, oh, the hamburger f- patty, soy everything, and the fake it you know, hot dog like hamburger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but it's but it's vegan. It's like why? Ugh. Why don't you want like it to taste missed, like, like uh, you know beans? You missed the point. Could you imagine if it was the other way around? Like, bro, check out this broccoli. It's one hundred percent beef. 
but it tastes just like broccoli. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, dude, it's made with bra- it's made I with had bacon. This awesome fake steak. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sir Brian Clegane. Where do you guys stand on products like Isogenics and Herbalife? <laughs> well, that's where we stand. Actually, you're going to be shocked. Uh, they're both very reputable companies that produce well quality. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I was like, they're what? garbage. Now, shit, it. shit, and shit. For the most part, if you're wondering, uh, if we, if you were a gambling person, uh, the the odds are about ninety nine percent. Uh, maybe maybe higher than that. That whatever supplement you know p- product or company you're going to present to us, we're going to say it's crap. Yeah. For the most part, I mean it's super super duper rare. Not sorry that I see a supplement company and I go, hmm, that's okay. And and the ones that I do kind of respect are the ones that don't pretend to be like you know replacements for like good you know lifestyle or whatever, or they at least attempt to make their product right. As absolutely healthy as possible. Um, I like supplements. You know, don't get me wrong. I like supplements when you're trying to like, you know, get get some kind of a reaction out of your body. Like, okay, uh, I want to have some fun with some nootropics, uh, or I want to take a you know a particular herb that's gonna you know enhance this one thing or whatever. But you know, for the most part, no. Well, just look at all the food that they're trying to replace in these systems. I think I have more of a problem with supplement companies that are like this, that are a lifestyle system. Yeah, I'm about to roast this thing. You know what I'm saying? And and so, it, and the the worst part is they'll use tactics that are you know we we actually mention a lot like it's it's fasting type tactics where they're yeah. they're bringing you down really low but all of a sudden you need uh one of their little products to uh give you those extra nutrients at the right time and uh isogenics does that right like that's what i'm really describing yeah like you like you fast all day and then you drink one of their shakes yes and then people they what they're you feeling, cleanse yourself uh, yeah. uh, with some cleansing yeah and what they're feeling really is the benefit of the fasting because they're like no shit. they'll tell me like no sal i feel great i'm <laughs> healthier i noticed my blood pressure dropped i got all these wonderful benefits and they think it's the isogenics but it's the the fasting it's the fasting try yeah try incorporating fasting then eating whole foods you get the same exact how about if you how about if you take out the isogenics but you know why you know why this works because people they cannot like going into a fasting situation they need some kind of structure you know what I mean? Like they can't just like take it at face value. Like I'm just I'm not eating today. I'm just hydrating. Well, that's even why we like created it becomes a, a system. That's why we created a guide. Exactly. That's why we created a guide with six different types of fast in there, so people have have guidance for people. Want guide. That's okay. I'm okay with guiding and helping people. First of all, anything that's an MLM should be your first fucking red flag. Yeah. The fact that Herbalife is a, is an MLM should I mean unless I'm, we have a huge audience of I doubt it like if you're a fan of Mind Pump you've probably heard us or me bash MLMs enough times like just not a fan not a fan of a company that that that's how it, it's it's primarily how it's grown right um, if you have a, th- neither one of them are sustainable long term so n- nobody nobody wants to have fucking shakes and eat out of a wrapper. For the rest of their life if, if you do that's silly you know it's so silly to have to eat that way you shouldn't eat that way we weren't intended to eat that way so and then some of these companies uh i you know the m- most people that like go to isogenics or or an herbalife company are really obese people i just did a post the other day about uh, type 2 diabetes and talking about uh blood sugar and insulin and how carbohydrates affect that like those people don't need that shit 
You don't need a shake full of fucking sugar and carbohydrates. That's right. the last thing that these people need. Or, highly processed. Yes, a highly processed food like that that's only going to spike up insulin and spike up cravings. Well, you know what people forget, too? Uh, you take a whey shake that's 100% whey protein, for example. No carbohydrates, no sugar because it's flavored with uh, you know sucralose or whatever. That also makes insulin rise. Exactly. People that's- don't realize like it's not, it's not like sugar, but you still... Your body still has mm-hmm. to release insulin in order to, you know, assimilate or utilize uh, that protein. So, here's the thing with insulin: uh, you kind of want to remain in a very insulin sensitive state. You, you don't want-, want to have high spikes of insulin throughout the day. And just a pure protein shake with no fats in it at all, quickly digesting, especially the whey peptide ones, and they actually sell the fact that it's quickly digesting. Um, it, it will actually raise your insulin to a decent amount. Yeah, and, and insulin, insulin is the it will store fat. And it will kick up your cravings, which for somebody who's battling with weight, that is not what we're looking to do. That right. is not ideal. I mean, I couldn't be, I can't stand those companies. I'm not, <laughs> a, not a fan at all of anything like them or them at all. You, you know, know it will kill your appetite better? So let's say you're, you're, let's say you're doing a fast or let's say you're not doing a fast. You're like, oh my God, I'm starving. Eat a stack of bacon. I'm going to have, yeah, I'm going to have there a protein go. shake because that's going to help me with my appetite. Actually, it'll, it, it, it might actually stimulate your appetite even more. It will. Grab a tablespoon of coconut oil or a tablespoon have of peanut butter. Fat. Or, That'll oh, yeah. keep that insulin down. Wait, wait a second after you have that fat and that, that does a pretty damn good job. I mean, I, I noticed for myself, I eat a pretty high fat diet. Like there's, I, I go all day without eating many times because it just destroys my appetite, kills yep. it, which is good, you know, for the most part, especially when you're trying to manage your calories. Yeah. George Murray, what movements do you favor for assessing somebody's kinetic chain? Oh wow, okay. Here's, That's a, this he, is a great. He, he brought up he brought up transverse too, so he brought up the transverse abdominis uh, in addition to that because I think I think. Uh, we all are big fans of the squat assessment. I think that's a right, uh, probably one of the the most it's a staple, yeah, super staple movement. because yeah. your your entire body is is moving and having to work together, and we can see a lot of things. Happen yeah, there's a lot from you head could to toe. You, there's a lot you could tell about someone by just watching them try to squat naturally, mm-hmm. um, and there's a lot of cues you can read. Um, you know, in terms of like what may be tight, what may what might need strengthening, what kind of recruitment patterns there. Yeah, you can make your way up from the ankles, knees, hips, and, and you can basically Even assess through the back. right through the back up to the neck, shoulders, everything. I mean, it's it, the way that you're if you're doing an overhead squat, especially, you know, you can see a lot with the shoulders and forward neck and and all these things that are going to arise as a result. Now, George is. Uh, Probably a trainer, right? He's, he's at the way he asked the question. Oh, of course, yeah. The we'll way see. he asked the question makes me think that he's a trainer. Yeah. But here's the thing for the average person who's listening right now: if you learn how to do just a basic assessment on yourself, your ability to uh, set up your workout um, increases dramatically. And, and let me explain what I mean by that. Mm. What you do before your workout can dramatically impact the type of uh, progress and results you'll get from your workout, and it's very individual. So uh, to be a little more specific, uh, and the reason why I'm excited about this is I'm not going to spill the beans, but we're we're working on something that's getting me. It's gotten me more excited than even the very first maps program we created. Yeah, um, I'm extremely excited for it because there's nothing like this out there, and it's uh, it, it, it talking about this reminds me of what we're working well, on. I don't want to get too much. Uh, into totally it totally reminds me of because it, we're yeah. moving in this direction. And I, and but we I think uh, we had to wait though because there's bro it things hit, have to align. This, bro, it hit us. 
it hit us like lightning. Like yeah. th- this concept and idea, and then it was like a... Well, start out as one thing, and then it sort of morphed and evolved into this, and, and we're really identifying uh, what that is right now. I'm, yeah, it was like a duh moment. Like yeah. afterwards, you're like, well, no shit, right? Because well, like, think about it. Look, here's the a, here's a thing. A, a lot of people don't warm up before their workouts, mm-hmm. and the ones that do, they approach the warm-up like it's something designed to keep them from hurting themselves and what and what an assessment does mm-hmm. a proper assessment is you can identify movement patterns and recruitment patterns and uh and how the cns is being activated and then based upon that information you can really you can do more than warm up you can really prime your body to fire the way you want so then when right. you're doing your workout you actually get more out of your workout. In fact, I would say... Yeah, it's not an afterthought anymore. No. It's something that you're purposely incorporating to provide even more benefit and performance and strength in your workout. Yeah, so let's... Like, we talked about the squat. Like, what would be another good... Um, I love to do, like, a like a basic wall press or wall. Um, oh, yeah, you got the whole... The back, the shoulders. Yeah, and it's, and it's very uh, glaring for somebody. Like, right. I like to do assessments. Like, even the squat assessment, which I love is good for a trainer, right? It's good for me to view and look at it. I can see a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, clients, like it's there's there's not as many like points for them to be able to feel or notice where if I put you against a wall and I have you do a wall press, sliding wall press, um, there's there's yeah key- that excessive back arch. Yes. There's all these things that uh, you really identify, like you'd see it like very visible and feel it right yeah, because because they they have they feel their their hips and shoulders and their elbows and wrist against the wall and then they're supposed to perform this press above their yeah, head why can't i get these flush to the wall yes and and they they'll feel themselves struggling when you tell them okay you have to keep this this and these points don't let them leave the wall as you move and then, you know, 90% of the people have a very hard time doing that just because obviously upper cross syndrome is very common. So, yeah. you know, but that that really opens their eyes. You know, it opens their eyes to uh, how glaring of an imbalance that they have. So I, I like that one a lot. That's well, probably one well, of my favorite ones to, to show people. Here's what's interesting. Uh, what's included in most assessments is posture. Yeah. Just looking at someone's posture. And yes, you can tell a lot by just watching someone stand stationary. Oh, yeah, stand stationary walk, But here's the problem with a stationary posture assessment. Stationary. Yeah. Like, you're not moving. Right. And so... How are you connected to that? Right. So some of the best best assessments that I can think about are ones that include some kind of movement. Right. Um, Now, here's something that blew me away, and and one of of my favorite, absolute favorite things about, you know, being on Mind Pump and working with uh, you know Adam and Justin is I have uh, increased my breadth of knowledge on my body, and one thing that I've now been incorporating quite a bit um, is uh, our mobility movements, um, especially in areas where I had poor mobility. And here's what I've noticed as a result of, of those: definitely better mobility, definitely move better when I do my major lifts. But a couple of things that were unexpected: I look better. So, like, aesthetically speaking, my body looks more balanced. In fact, uh, Adam, the aesthetic, uh, you know, uh, king in the room, has commented now on how aesthetic my body's looking as a result of me doing some of these mobility movements. And I'm also stronger in those those major core lifts, even my deadlift, which is something I've always, you know, prided myself in being strong in. One of the movements that I am, I'm on the edge, right? I just made an Instagram post uh, mm-hmm. uh, about this. 
But this is a movement that I'm literally on the edge of naming a fundamental exercise, like a squat, deadlift, and overhead yes, press. Yes, I am literally, I am literally almost ready, and I'm not 100% convinced. Yeah, I'm almost convinced. I'm like 1% away from being convinced, only because I haven't done it super long time, mm-hmm. is a uh, windmill. Mm-hmm. A windmill, and I'm doing it with a kettlebell right now. Yeah. You know, just a, with weighted kettlebell above my head coming. I have noticed so much gain from that. Not movement. like a windmill that you did in elementary school. No, like no, no, no. Getting no, no, ready no. for recess. It's no, totally no, like no, 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 no. you have to look. It's at a cell. kettlebell windmill. Yeah, you need to look at cells Instagram so you understand what that is. I, I think a lot of people hear windmill if they just Google it too. You'll see a bunch of bullshit windmills. Oh well, yeah, and we did kids shoot did. a YouTube for this as well. You so. know what? We should have that up um, by the time this airs, yeah, Doug. If we can, I think, did, we, did we shoot? I think that? we should direct. Yeah, we did shoot that. I did that movement and oh. uh you know it, again this is another one of those things that I was like yes like it, it struck out as is one of those movements that um it, it was a struggle for me initially when I first tried to attempt it and I'm like why can't I move like that if I could see this guy doing it why can't I move like that and like understanding that um you know like certain certain things had to happen certain mobility had to happen in my hips certain mobility in my lower back in my thoracic spine i i had to make make it a priority Dude, to get shoulder this type stability. of rotation well, shoulder stability when you, everything when you, when you look at the windmill especially the way justin teaches it correctly it, it i would i would say it's right up there with the squat because all the same areas right you you see the the upper back the thoracic region yep you address the transverse because yes. he has to twist in there one of the only ones that does by and, the way right and then you also have to hip hinge like a squat yep so and they all have to work together yes so it, what a what a beautiful well, move it's for, complex and uh i would venture to say that 95 percent of the, the the population can't do it not even without weight yeah but here's the thing too like this is what trips me out um and i was really realizing this yesterday so you guys know that i'm a fan of the old school strongmen, old school bodybuilders, and some of the exercises and movements that they did. Well, this is totally one of those old pictures where they're balancing yeah. a barbell above their head. It's, and it's called a, they called it a bench press. Bench press. Yeah. Back in the day, there were certain movements that they categorized as these are the movements that you need to be able to do with a lot of weight if you're going to consider yourself strong. They called it a bent, B-E-N-T, bent, not bench, no. B-E-N-T. Yeah, bent. bent press. By the way, bench press was not one of them. Bench press didn't become a quote-unquote strength exercise until much, much, much later. But back then, it was overhead press. Mm -hmm. It was a pullover. It was what they called knee bends, which eventually turned into squats, uh, deadlifts, um, and a bent press. In fact, the bent press, which it looks like it's very, very similar to a windmill, okay? Yeah. Mm -hmm. A bent press was one of the... Uh, main exercises or, or movements that strongmen would do and perform at like circus fairs and stuff where they mm-hmm. would demonstrate their strength. Some of these guys, I'm not bullshitting by the way, some of these, this is before steroids, this is before creatine, this is before anything. Some of these guys would bent press like 300 pound barbell oh, yeah. with one arm. Yeah, yes. they, they would take benches with people sitting in the audience on sitting on them and then bent press them up and and stabilize that. Yes. Nope. And yeah. the way they would do it, there was a technique where they would have the weight and then they'd bend yes. down and press it at the same time. So the weight kind of shoulder stayed. retraction depression. They had like insane stabilizing strength. And yeah, and, and just the ability, the technique to get into that position to be strong. Yeah. But here's what it what it shows me because you know once I started doing the windmills uh and now kinetic I've, chain connectivity. Now that I've incorporated it into my workout I'm just like, I can't believe how different and better I feel when I lift uh, all my other lifts and just moving around. Like I feel, uh, it's hard to explain. I almost feel like 
I could grab someone and throw them. Like yeah. I just feel stronger, yeah. right? And 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 if you th- think about it this way, when you have a lift that's fundamental and you practice it, it becomes one of these lifts that you can lift lots of weight in. So like a deadlift, like people can when they get good at deadlift, they get deadlift a lot of weight. When people get good at uh, overhead press, they, you could overhead press a lot of weight, or, or a squat, you could squat a lot of weight. A pullover, people rarely ever do a, a pullover anymore. These same strongmen back in the day were doing barbell pullovers with 300 pounds. Yeah. So you can get really strong with these really fundamental movements that have tons of carryover. And I'm I'm close to calling a windmill like a fundamental, like top five exercise. Yeah. And I've only done it now consistently for like the last, honest to God, maybe four weeks. I'm seeing that but big of an impact. So I could see how that would be a great way to assess someone's overall movement, especially because it's in the plane that you know most exercises aren't in. Yeah. And if you watch someone attempt it and fail, you can easily call out things that they should probably do to get themselves ready for their, their workout. You know what I mean? Well, I can't think of another movement that incorporates uh, that's like the squat and incorporates the transverse uh, all together like that, you know, yeah. simultaneously. I can't think of one not yeah, off the top of my head. It's pretty awesome. So, uh, you know, as for, for trainers, we know why we need to do assessments. But for the average person listening, um, if you're noticing something's a little wrong with fundamental movements, um, try and get better at corre- you know at those movements and try to correct what's wrong. Um, and what you'll find is you'll get much better at doing your favorite exercises, and you'll notice that your body will respond much better. And then you'll notice the cha- the look of your body will change, and uh, the the side effect of that is aesthetics, where you'll start to look more pleasing to the eye. Your body will look better as a result. 100%. I mean, uh, after this episode, you can literally go right over to the YouTube channel, Mind Pump TV on YouTube, download and subscribe. And this is the type of stuff that we'll be providing you guys on a, on a daily basis. Well, we just put together that bundle. Yeah. We just put together the Sexy Athlete Bundle, which is uh, Maps uh, Green and Maps Black. Maps Green is totally mobility and function based uh maps black is aesthetic based and what we did is we put them together and show you how to uh, blend them together to make uh either mobility or aesthetic your goal but also to be able to achieve both so that you right. get that the look and the, the movement look and the movement together all together yeah, yeah. Awesome. yeah go watch that youtube start to incorporate that if those that are that one of the sexy sexy athlete bundle you guys can find that at the mindpumpmedia.com you got it and uh please if you like mind pump Leave us a five-star rating review. If we like your review and we pick it as one of the winners, you will get a free Mind Pump t-shirt. We just talked about some uh, movements, uh, in particular windmill. You can see that on my Instagram page at Mind Pump Sal. You can also check out Justin at Mind Pump Justin and Adam at Mind Pump Adam. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. If your goal is to build and shape your body, dramatically improve your health and energy, and maximize your overall performance, check out our discounted RGB Super Bundle at mindpumpmedia.com. The RGB Super Bundle includes MAPS Anabolic, MAPS Performance, and MAPS Aesthetic. Nine months of phased expert exercise programming designed by Sal, Adam, and Justin to systematically transform the way your body looks, feels, and performs. With detailed workout blueprints and over 200 videos, the RGB Super Bundle is like having Sal, Adam, and Justin as your own personal trainers, but at a fraction of the price. The RGB Super Bundle has a full 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can get it now plus other valuable free resources at mindpumpmedia.com. If you enjoy this show, please share the love by leaving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes and by introducing Mind Pump to your friends and family. We thank you for your support 
And until next time, this is Mind Pump.